Shalom Aleichem. Mishnah Yomi is off to a strong start in Ketuvot. We are on the second day of learning Ketuvot or Kesuvos together in chapter 1, Mishnah Gimel. Hagadol, a grown-up man over Bar Mitzvah, Shabba'alakatana, who has intimate relations with a young girl. And here in this context, young means age three or less. Vikatan, or a male katan, and here the context means under nine years old, Shabbagadola, he's intimate with a grown woman, umukat etz, and literally a girl who was struck or injured with a stick. For example, there was some sort of injury to her private parts that removed the betulim. The Gemara also mentions that uh, aggressive horseback riding can have the same effect. In all these cases, kiduvatan matayim, their ketuva, their default um, amount of money in the ketuva is 200 zoos, derivi mayor, according to mayor. Now, the common theme in all of these cases, there's, they're not considered an act of intimacy. So the young children involved are still considered to be a virgin in this case and entitled by default to the 200 zoos ketuva. It is critically important, critical, that we distinguish that this law, this halakha, is only with respect to this act, not removing the virginity. Obviously, if there's injury or trauma or shame, then that's a, that's a sugi and bavakama. Bavakama, when we get there, we'll discuss the law of damages. Certainly, if an adult, uh, either man or woman, is uh, engaged in intimate activities with a minor, then they're causing injury, at least they're causing psychological trauma, and they are liable for that. It is forbidden. They may not do so, and if they do so, they must be sued in court and pay damages. So here, the Mishnah is really ruling that it does not remove her virginity. It's not considered an act of legal intimacy, but certainly if the act causes any sort of damage or stress or, you know, PTSD, then the person is, it's completely forbidden, and the person is on the hook for damages. And not only that, but back in Yevamot, the Gemara in Yevamot, Andaf 61, explains that if an adult is trying to seduce a minor, someone under bar or bat mitzvah, that's considered a violation in Jewish law. Violation as in R-A-P-E. And the in Jewish law, uh, we're not advocating violence in the Mishnah Yomi, but you understand that if some if the bystanders were to witness an attempted R-A-P-E, they're allowed to attack and murder the uh, the aggressor. That's Yevamot, the Gemara, Daf uh, 61, Samech Aleph. It's a critical, important concept in halacha that we, we assume that children should be protected by their parents, by their teachers, by their rebbeim. Like children need to be protected and not exposed to intimate and sexual con- uh, concepts and information at a young age. And certainly they need to be protected from uh, people who might have ill intentions. Many rebbeim in the Baltimore community have stressed the importance of speaking with your children about inappropriate touch so they know to tell an adult uh, like you, or a responsible adult, if, if such a thing would, God forbid, happen. So back to the mission that we've clarified this uh, critically important aspect of halacha. Hachamim, I mean, the other sages disagree with Rabbi Meir. They say, Mukat eitz, kedvata money. They say, if she had an injury to the, the private parts that removed the, um, the herbetulim, then she would be entitled to 100, not 200. Let's go on to Mishnah. Dalit betula omana, a virgin widow. That sounds interesting. Uh, the partner has the, the Girsa Betula Shehi Omana. She was a, a widow, but she never consummated with the original husband or Grusha. She was a divorcee, Chalutza. She received Chalitza instead of Yibam, Mina Nisuin. And this happened after Nisuin. Recall, as we mentioned yesterday, that Nisuin is the second stage of Jewish marriage. First, there is Kiddushin or Erisin, that's giving the ring or something of value, and then Nisuin or Chuppah, when the couple moves in together and is now living as man and wife. 
So even if Lemaisa, this girl is still a Betula, since she had Nisuin, she was fully married to the original husband, uh, even though she says perhaps nothing happened between them, uh, since she's now getting married a second time, that original marriage has ended, since it was a full marriage with Nisuin after Chuppah, then Ketuvatan <coughs> Monet, her Ketuva is 100, not 200, ve'ein lahen tanat betulin. And her second husband cannot lodge a complaint that she did not have signs of virginity, because after all, she went through Nisuin, so... Typically, after someone goes through Nisuin, the situation is they're no longer in that status. The Mishnah brings similar women, Hagiorit, a woman who converted into Judaism, Hashvuya, or a Jewish girl who was, God forbid, captured by pagans and uh, could have been abused, Hashivcha, a female servant, Shiniftu, and they, in these cases, they were redeemed and became fully Jewish, Vinitgairu, be converted, Nishtacharu, or they were freed, and now they're fully Jewish girls. Yeteirot Obanot Shalosh. And this was after they were three years old. Shalosh Shonim, Viyom Echad, and one day. Ketuvotan Mone. Their ketuva is 100 zoos, not 200. Be'ein lohen tanat betulim. And the new husbands, or the husband who marries any of these girls, cannot lodge a complaint that she was not a betula. As we mentioned yesterday, it was not uncommon in non-Jewish societies for them to be engaged in promiscuity even at a quite young age, even under bat mitzvah age, as long as she was over three. And it was common, God forbid, for um, bandits and soldiers to capture and take advantage of women, as unfortunately we've seen in recent times uh, that the um, barbarians are, are still among us and we need to do what we can to, uh, God willing, wipe them out. So a husband who marries a woman from these backgrounds, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to ask, but he doesn't have the right to go to court and complain if she was not a Betula on their wedding night.